0: Welcome to the I'm Still Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Whitlow. I've been reading and studying the Bible my entire life, but I still have a lot of questions, and I'm still learning what it means. Each episode, we will take a look at what the Bible has to say and what it means to us today. To state what should be obvious... If you're looking for some grapes to pick, you're wasting your time if you're looking among the sticker bushes. You're just not going to find tasty grapes in a field of sandburrs. Jesus uses that illustration to warn us to look carefully at those that want to have influence on us. Today's episode 42, found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 23, is called Fruit, Not Flash. My first job out of college was at a construction supply store, which was owned by two brothers. Most of my early jobs were for locally owned businesses, and I knew that at some point I wanted to own and operate my own business. One day, I was talking to one of our regular customers at the construction supply, and I mentioned my plan to own a business someday. He said that he might have an opportunity for me to start a business, and he was willing to tell me about it that evening. Well, I was young and naive and thought he might actually be letting me in on a real dream-fulfilling opportunity. But if you've been around for a while, you know what happened. Of course, it was a multi-level marketing opportunity. I politely turned him down. My gut reaction was very similar to Ralphie's reaction in the Christmas Story movie when he realized that his little orphan Annie decoder ring was just a ploy to sell Ovaltine. I did eventually achieve my goal of owning my own business, but I had learned a good lesson. Not everyone who says they want to help you has your best interest at heart. As Jesus begins to bring this Sermon on the Mount to a conclusion, he shifts gears a little. He has been instructing us in how we are to represent God's kingdom to the world. But now he issues a set of potential hazards that we need to be aware of, much like the signs on a stretch of highway that might notify you of a detour, a lane closure, or an upcoming dangerous situation. He knew that as the gospel grew beyond those original disciples, folks with differing messages and motivations would appear— and the believers would need to know how to differentiate between the true and false messengers. Today's reading comes from Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 20. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, And a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On Judgment Day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Over the past several years, it has taken increasingly longer to enter large public events. Once, you would just pass through a turnstile as you handed someone your ticket. Now, there is an electronic ticket scanner, followed by the emptying of pockets and a walk-through a metal detector. Your backpack or purse is visually checked. It is all designed to make sure that those who enter are supposed to be there, and that those who do enter can expect a certain level of safety inside. This is the definition of a narrow gate. It can get tedious and time-consuming, but even as we gripe about how long it takes, we know why we have to do it. We live in a world that can be dangerous. These narrow gates are a way to give us some sense that everyone inside has the same goal of participating or enjoying whatever is going on inside, and that they won't make trouble for others. But even with all these controls in place, Bad actors can still get inside from time to time because we can only go by what we can see. We can't know what is in a person's heart and mind. So when Jesus says that you can only enter God's kingdom through a narrow gate, we have an idea of what he's talking about. He says clearly that it is a difficult process to enter and not many actually make it inside. But there is something different about the narrow gate into God's kingdom. No one can fool the gatekeeper. He knows what is going on inside our hearts and minds. We can pretend to have the proper ticket, and we can pass all the visual tests, but God knows our intent. There are no hacks that will get us inside. Only a life that has accepted Christ's offer of salvation and lived in obedience to His word will make it in. Far too many will look at how quickly others are going through the other gate and will head over there, thinking they have found an easier way. But their destination will not be what they expected. Now, I really enjoy a good apple. My favorite is the Honeycrisp. But apples aren't grown in Oklahoma, where I live. I'd love to go for a walk and see a tree laden with freshly ripened honeycrisp apples, walk over and pluck one off the tree, and resume my walk enjoying the sweet crunch of a juicy apple. But I'm not seeing any apple trees on my walks. I just see a lot of blackjack trees. Now, if I wanted to make someone believe that there were apple trees on my walking route... I guess I could get a basket of apples and tie them up on the branches of a blackjack tree. From a distance, it might look like an apple tree. Someone could even pick one and eat it. But that wouldn't make that blackjack tree an apple tree. A blackjack can only display apples put on it. It can't produce apples of its own. It is possible for someone to display the actions of a Christ follower without actually being a Christ follower. They can see what authentic Christ followers do and mimic those behaviors, but as soon as they are called upon to sacrifice or suffer for the cause of Christ, their true nature will appear. There are many who are more than willing to call out others for their shortcomings or to make grand gestures that appear to be spiritual and sincere but when they are called to account, they will produce fruit of deception, anger, and abuse. Always look for the fruit and don't be thrown off by the show. Creative people can put on a really good show, but only an authentic follower of Christ can produce the fruit of the Christ follower. Another mistake we make is to ask the wrong question first. Is he or she one of us? And is what he or she is doing for our side good enough to ignore the actual fruit that is produced by this person? Theologian N. T Wright says it this way, Within the Christian church, there is always a temptation to ask different questions about people. Is he one of us? People inquire. Does she belong to my party, to our group, to the proper tradition? But parties, groups, and traditions have a way of attracting both genuine believers and true prophets on the one hand, and false prophets and hangers-on on the other. The only way to be sure is to look for fruit from the tree, and to be sure what sort of fruit it is. The fruit cannot simply be showy displays of apparent spiritual power and authority, because false prophets can produce counterfeits with ease. Jesus moves on to his last warning in this sequence by referring to Judgment Day. That is the time when all motives will be revealed. There will be those who thought that their magnificent ministry organizations that help many will be enough only to find that their dependence on their own cleverness or leadership and their failure to make Jesus the Lord and Master of their lives will disqualify them. Some will point to years of church attendance and faithfulness to serve and give, but who have consistently failed to produce fruit consistent with true repentance, and Jesus will say to them, Sorry, I don't know you. What is important is not how many people on this earth recognize your face and know your name. What is important is much more private and personal. What is important is knowing Jesus, or rather, Him knowing you. Just raising a hand and repeating a prayer at the end of an emotional church service isn't what makes you a follower of Christ. Now that public profession of your faith in Jesus and acceptance of his forgiveness is a very necessary first step in your spiritual life. But as time goes on, the fruit that your life produces is what will ultimately determine your eternal outcome. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Still Learning podcast. If you find this podcast interesting, won't you please share it with a friend? Also, let me know what you think. Find me on Facebook or Instagram under my name, Randy Whitlow, or send an email to rbwhitlow at me.com. Until next week, I'm Randy Whitlow, and I'm Still Learning.